Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning. My name is Promise, and you're listening to Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're so glad you could join us. But before we get into the word, let's open up a prayer. Lord, I just thank you for today. I just thank you for providing for us, Lord, and making that we have everything that we need, Lord, and that we're not lacking, Lord. Mm-hmm. And Lord, I also just thank you for just being our God, Lord, and giving us an opportunity to be your people. In the name of Jesus, amen. amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We're glad to have you with us as we continue our study in the book of Acts, and we're still in chapter 9, and today, this morning, we're going to be discussing or continuing our discussion on uh, verses 36 through 43. So if you would, I recommend you pause this episode now so you can get your Bible and read that section of Scripture so you can follow along in our discussion. All right? Okay. Okay. And now... If we would, Lord, the floor is open to give each of you the opportunity to share with the Holy Spirit speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you have. So who'd like to begin? Well, I was going to say I would, but Dean, I I think you had something that you wanted to say at the end of... Ladies first. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, darling, in the the previous episode, Mm -hmm. we closed with you talking about keeping our hope on on and in God to do the miracles that um you know that need to be done because he's the only one that can do it that's it we have to examine ourselves so i was thinking about the disciples and and when when i look at disciples to so like an apostle would have disciples or a a teacher would have disciples Mm -hmm. um it's similar to parents having children and there are times that there are events or circumstances that are beyond your development we are born as babes in Christ when we come into the, you know, come into our new, our new creation in Christ Jesus. We don't come fully experienced and fully knowing everything that there is to know. Mm-hmm. Our faith is not its maximum um, growth that it's ever going to be. We have a mustard seed. We have this, you know, we have a small amount of faith and that faith has to be developed. It has to be um, submerged, submersed and surrounded by the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So it has to have time to grow and develop. And because the, the disciples that were in this particular area went to get Peter because he was nearby, isn't a wrong response per se. No, not at all. It's not uh, to their discredit because if they are just, maybe they just got saved yesterday and they know God can do anything, but they don't know how to walk it out with him. They don't know how to go about the process. They don't, you know, their faith and their understanding of God is not there yet. You know, faith begins where the will of God is known. So there has to be a level of understanding in place for faith to build in that, in that particular arena. So them going to get their dad, you know, basically a kid, your, your son calling you dad, you know, there's, there's a bad guy out here. There's something out here that doesn't belong and getting help in that time of troubles is what they should do. If your faith is not there, don't just let the woman continue in death when you know God can raise her. But 
Absolutely. And and that's I'm glad you brought that up is that's in no way how I meant it. It was just a for ourselves, let's examine it, right? Clearly what they did was an act of faith. That's right? where their faith Be, was. Their their faith was well, I'll say it in this way. Is it easier to to uh, have faith in the Lord? And while they they went and got someone, because they heard he was close, that clearly has been used by the Lord for additional miracles, right? And there is, um, uh, of course, this is, I'll say slightly different, the dead (laughs) raised up, right? But there's, is it easier to come into or to utilize our faith and standing in agreement with others that we know, have seen, have experienced, heard, that that they are the Lord has used them in this manner previously. Absolutely. Why do you think many people or so many went to go get Jesus? Mm-hmm. He came with power and authority, right? And we will read about it as we continue in Acts. Same thing with Paul. It was used in power and authority. And he says that throughout all the, the letters and epistles you write, hey, when I come to you, I'm not coming in words and persuasive speech, but I'm coming with power and authority, right? But then there's the other aspect that... Um, Paul writes about here, and we see fulfilled, played out, you know, and it still applies today. If it comes from 2 Corinthians 13, 1, or every matter must be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. I think it's very interesting that two men ran and got Peter to come, right? But it says that all were put out. Well, they still had faith. It was active. And not just here, right? We were, in the previous section of Scripture we covered, Talked about Aeneas being healed, right? Um, so I'll say it in this way, because you, you see this similar thing, uh, pattern, right? Just like we, we see when many are raised up, whether it was Elijah, whether it was here through Peter, right? And the Lord was moving. You see that there was a, someone went to go get this, you know, the man of God, right? Mm-hmm. The Lord's servant. That's faith in action. They may not have had, you know, the, the faith for everything else, right? But they were like, I know... If I go get this person, right, we now can stand together in faith, right, and asking the Lord for anything, and we've received the thing that we've asked for, right? I mean, the Lord says that very plainly. But then, even with Aeneas, right, like, you could say, well, his faith was in action, because it says uh, back in, yeah, verse 33 of chapter 9, that Peter found a certain man named Aeneas. Well, if we go back and look at the Gospels with all, with, throughout Christ's ministry, right? All these people that were healed, that were raised up, right? They, were, they weren't hidden away in their homes, necessarily. They were brought to by friends, right? That's faith in action, right? If I just get this one before Jesus, right? I mean, even to the point of tearing up Peter's house <laughs> to lower him down before the Lord, right? Or the, the paralytic at the, uh, the well. The well, excuse me. At the pool of Bethsaida, right? It was the same thing. He wasn't just giving up and, and just staying in his whatever place he had, right? He was on his pallet, yes, but he was at the pool out in public searching and hoped that he would be able to get to the pool and get in when the angel came and stirred the water up. There is a there is faith in action that we see demonstrated throughout all these examples, right? Um, and yes, we also need to shut out uh, disbelief, unbelief, right? Things that are in opposition to the Lord, and that goes with everything. I'm just saying, let's examine ourselves. 
to make sure that our faith is in the proper place. Oh, and that's, that's absolutely true. Our faith, Jesus is the only one who can do it, right? God is the only one mm-hmm. who can do it. Peter, apart from Christ, can do nothing. Just like, and he, the Lord said that clearly, he's divine, we're the branches. We're the branches. So when we're severed from our life source, mm-hmm. we have no power or ability to do anything good or any of the things, the God things that need to be done in the earth. Absolutely. So, but what, I'm, what I was pointing out was that as we grow up in Christ, we grow in Christ. Amen. There is a growth process. So for these gentlemen, that may be all that their faith knew or understood at mm-hmm. that time is to go get someone else that can do it. They knew it could be done, but they may not have known how. They may not have exactly. had the, the, um, the wherewithal or the experience. Peter, how much time did he spend with <laughs> God? And we know the accounts of um, time with Jesus Christ and the things that he did in the earth. The, what we have does not even begin to get into all that there is. It would go around the world, the books that would be written Absolutely. about all that Jesus did. So, But there's still a, a maturing process? Yes, maturation. there is. And yes. so I'm saying, don't give up. Just because Amen. you're not ready to raise the dead, don't give up. Don't stop there. Peter wasn't always at that point of raising the dead. Mm-hmm. He had to learn, and he did what he saw his Lord and Master do. He did what the Holy Spirit gave him utterance, but Holy Spirit drew on the information that was already imparted to Peter by his time with Christ. So what I'm saying is don't get discouraged because you're not there yet. Amen. God knows you're not there yet. You weren't born as a believer having all the information and knowledge and you're ready to walk it out because you came into Christ as a babe. You started with milk. Now let's move to meat. There's always a growth process, but just like our children, you know, there is a point where they need to call mom and dad because they know it's not right what's happening. The adversary is afoot and mom and dad come and deal with things. And there's also an expectation that you guys come into full maturity, correct? And that you begin as you reach different levels of growth, not only in the natural, but in the spirit as well, that we put those responsibilities into your care and you begin to exercise and Mm -hmm. walk out what you have been taught and trained to do. Your faith should be grown. You know, our family has a, a, an expectation that you grow your faith as well as you Amen. develop um, in maturity physically with those responsibilities. So as your faith grows, you act on the level of where you are. You exercise your faith where you are. You don't stay there. You don't, you're not a 40 year old man still acting like you're 15 or a 40 year old woman acting like you're 15, but then you keep moving from faith to faith. You keep moving from level to level. You may not be there today. That's all right. Don't, don't be satisfied with not being there. Keep growing and grow your faith to where you're supposed to be. And realize that you're not condemned because you're not there already. There is a process and an expectation that you will grow. And what God has for you where your faith is today, use it. Use your faith every every Amen. chance, every day, daily. Believe God and then grow your faith. Then mature. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And not just hearing the word and sitting on it and go, hmm, I sure ate that good meal. You actually got to get up and let that meal power you to do things and inspire you to do things. So believe God, stretch your faith. Um, Dean, you had something you were, you wanted to say? I just had a couple of things from a practical component. Um, I had one until you were talking, then I had two. So <laughs> just um, to encourage those. So maybe you don't have a mother and father who are walking with the Lord. Maybe you don't even have a mother and father, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, get before the Lord, bring it before the Holy Spirit and see, is, is God asking you uh, to ask for that? Mm-hmm. Uh, because he can deliver spiritual parents to you absolutely and they don't have to look like anything that you think they're going to look like or be anything you think they're going to be but 
God will provide someone to guide you on your journey. Amen to that. In in, the, in this realm of life mm-hmm. that we go through. Amen. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, but we all should have somebody in that regard. I, I like the old promise keepers way. They said each of us should have a Paul, a Barnabas, and a Timothy in our lives. Our Paul is our spiritual, um, someone who's further along in maturation than us to mm-hmm. guide us mm-hmm. and for us to emulate as mm-hmm. we emulate Christ, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Not to emulate them as an individual. Mm-hmm. Our Barnabas, that's somebody that walks alongside us, that's in the same place we are, that um, we're totally transparent with, but we are totally transparent to them. They see through us. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they help guide us with our own head trash and call us out when we're out of line and help us there. And a Timothy, that's somebody that we're, we're bringing along in the faith that we're helping to guide that, that um, we're more mature in that and that, um, that we're pouring into them. And of course, all those are uh, guided and directed uh, through the Holy spirit that we just don't go pick them out ourselves. Amen. Amen. The other practical aspect that I wanted to bring in was just um, Peter putting out the people. Um, mm-hmm. We, um, we all bring our life experiences and the illumination of the Holy Spirit. The scriptures are alive. They are, mm-hmm. they are alive. They can Amen. speak to you in different ways. And if it's not speaking to you contrary to other sections of the scripture, then scripture can speak to you in different ways at different times. To me, I envision a very chaotic, very busy um, room full of people and everybody's focused on the morning aspect, uh, mourning for <clears throat> Dorcas and mourning over the loss of that and commiserating each other. Well, look what she did for me and look what she did for mm-hmm. me and look at this mm-hmm. beautiful thing she made me mm-hmm. and all this and all this busyness. And I can just see <laughs> Peter coming because Peter was pretty, you know, he pretty bold and brazen. Just Absolutely. Like, Get out. Shut up. Everybody out of here. I got something to do. I came here with something to do. Would y'all just get up on out of here and let me get about what I'm here for? Stop talking about this woman being dead. Let's get to getting her back alive. Right? So I think it was a practical aspect. Not not to demean anything else. Or not that I'm not in agreement with everything else. But there's just always that you know, the God's word and God's direction is also very practical. Right. Right? Well, yes. Well, with what you were saying, let's look at, again, practical, natural perspective. Right? There is an element of, and we can look at it this way, he was removing things, in this case people, that were making it difficult to hear from the Lord, right? And aren't we supposed to do that in our own lives? That's why I said it was busy and chaotic. Absolutely. Get rid of this mess. It's interfering with the job I got to do. So, I mean, which goes to why we should, let's examine ourselves in some things, and and even the, you know, Isaiah 58, I bring this up, you know, frequently because it's a lifestyle. It's a removal, right? This is not the fast I would choose. And what's the, what's the fast? It's not just a, a period of time, but it's a lifestyle of let me remove everything that makes it difficult or would impede my ability to clearly hear, clearly and accurately, hear what the Lord is saying and speaking to me. There are some Christian radio stations, more than one. Mm-hmm. who put up testimonies of people calling in and leaving messages or people they're talking to. And they say, I have blank station. I won't name any of the stations. Okay. I have this station on 24-7. It always fills my house. And they they post this if it's something to be proud of. And I'm like, you're not supposed to be just listening to the radio 24-7. There's no room 
for God through the Holy Spirit to speak to you if you're always listening to something else. I mean, 24-7, people are like proud, and the radio stations are like, ah, look at how good we are. And I'm like, no, I think you missed the mark. Well, again, as part of the, the maturation process. Well, that's right? what I'm saying, the but tying into what you're saying, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah you're, you're, you need to turn everything off. Everything off and so, get there are the times. Lord. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. It, and it, but that also goes back to an earlier episode. We were talking about choosing, right? That every moment of every day is a choice. Who are we? Go- who are we living for? And, and choosing goes right along. Decide since we're saying right. that, yes. right? Yes. That's it. Decide or choose you this day whom you will serve. Right? As mm-hmm. for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Amen. And Joshua never left the tent of meeting. He remained in the Lord's presence, as we all should. And yes, there's periods of, of praise, and right that, I mean, that's needed, right? The Lord, He inhabits the praises of His people, yes. And He teaches, He leads us, He guides us in all things. I don't know of any serious people, when it comes to study and being diligent in their studies, like, well, let's just crank up the volume on whatever music is there, and think that they're going to receive the lesson in full, committed to their memory, and be able to apply it to their life and act upon it, right? Or their study or the test, or that is all but an impossibility. You miss something. It, not that it can't help people, right? But there's there's an element of, at some point, it's going to be a distraction. So... Uh, just agree, in agreement with you yeah, there, and brother. Just, and you're just tying it right back together and wrapping a bow around the That's practical it. component. There is a practical component to quieting your mind. Mm-hmm. And just, just quieting your mind. It's beneficial, right? We have the Sabbath. We have a Sabbath for rest, right? Because God designed us. He knows how he designed us, and we need rest. We have a, mm-hmm. we have a Sabbath for our mind as well, too. Our mind doesn't have to be fully engaged, wide open, getting... 10 million inputs of stimulus every mm-hmm. second of every day, which isn't hard to escape. The dopamine dump, as it yeah, were. Yeah, I, I read a statistic. I don't remember, but I think I got it correctly, is that the average person now checks their phone 438 times a day. Wow. Would not surprise me. Mm-hmm. Talk about distracted. But isn't that the way of the world? That's that's literally the whole goal and intention of the enemy is to distract you from what the Lord has for you. <clears throat> so what will we choose? That's a, that's a choice everyone or a decision. Decide for every person what you're going to do and how you're going to live and in the, in the depth of the relationship you want with the Lord. Amen. There's a lot in there, so mm-hmm. let's pause there for today, um, and we will resume this again on the next podcast. Amen? Amen, baby. All right. Can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Charles. Lord, we just thank you that you're the one who has all the wisdom, Lord. It's not us, Lord, for we are not able to contain everything that you know, Lord. Lord, but we also just thank you that you provide your Holy Spirit who will lead us into all situations and will give us the wisdom as needed, Lord, and that we can trust in him completely, Lord, that we don't have to monitor him to see if he will lead us down a wrong path, Lord, but that we can have complete faith and trust in you, Lord. Lord, we also just thank you for 
your Holy Spirit and that he resides in us each and every moment of every day, Lord, and that he never leaves us nor forsakes us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through A Day of Prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select Partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.